0: Happy Thursday and welcome to Not Boring. That was, of course, the theme song from the 2014 film, The Theory of Everything. And I chose it because today I'm writing about a company that's building the model of everything in healthcare, Science.io. When I invested in Science.io early in Not Boring Capital's life, I said that I'd write an investment memo on the company when they announced the raise. That was purely selfish. I figured that writing an investment memo would force me to figure out what the fuck the company actually does. Plus, I get to tell you about a company that I'm confident will be a unicorn and will help extend and save millions of lives with science. Let's get to it. The Model of Everything. Investment memo on Science.io. In February 2018, Swiss pharmaceutical giant Roche bought NYC-based startup Flatiron Health for $1.9 billion. Flatiron, founded in 2012 by Nat Turner and Zach Weinberg, collects and organizes real-world clinical oncology data from the thousands of community clinics, medical centers, and hospitals across the country where it was previously siloed, and delivers clean data to drug development companies and researchers working to fight cancer. That's an amazing mission, and the sale was a big outcome. The Flatiron's model had a challenge. People. Flatiron needed to hire tons of experts, oncologists and oncology nurses, to extract data from electronic health records into databases where it can be used, understood, and manipulated to drive outcomes. Luckily, the Flatiron team was willing to take on that work and cost to help transform the way cancer is understood and treated. But the difficult unit economics hold other entrepreneurs back from creating the next Flatiron for X. Will Manitas, the co-founder and CEO of Science.io, told me that his big vision is to change that. He told me, we want to make it 100 times easier to start a company that looks like Flatiron. There should be people building Flatiron for everything. So how do you do it? It's as simple and as impossibly difficult as making healthcare data computable. That means transforming the two zettabytes of healthcare data created each year, most of which is messy and unstructured, into structured data that can be searched, analyzed, and mined for insights. That's what Science.io does. Science.io decodes the language of medicine to unlock the full potential of healthcare data. It's industry-leading, Clinical Natural Language Processing, or NLP platform, structures data in real time to enable search, analysis, and insight generation. Yesterday, Science.io announced that it raised an $8 million seed round from investors including Section 32, Sea lane Ventures, Quiet Capital, Lockheed Groom, Josh Buckley, Scott Belsky, Todd Goldberg, Rahul Vora, Turner Novak's Banana Capital, Ankara Nagpal, Austin Reef, Jack Altman, Pipe Founder Harry Hurst, Earl Grey Capital, The Dorm Room Fund, where Minidus was a managing partner, and my very own Not Boring Capital. It's using the money to make healthcare data computable. I'll get this confession out of the way up front, and it may shock some of you. I do not personally know how to make healthcare data computable at scale, but Will and co founder Garav Kaushik do. And today, I'm going to do my best to explain why I think they have the potential to build one of the most valuable companies in the Not Boring Capital portfolio. Let's bring this company out of stealth by covering the investment thesis, the challenge, the team, the products, the business, and the future. The investment thesis. First things first, why did I invest in Science IO? In two years, Science I.O. has already built the largest healthcare AI training data set and is building infrastructure that companies and researchers across the industry can use to save time and money, develop new pharmaceuticals, treat patients better, and drive improved outcomes. The opportunity is massive. There's $4 trillion in annual, annual healthcare spend in the US alone, 17% of GDP and the system still relies on messy, unstructured data for everything from drug development to patient care. Since data underpins everything in healthcare, Science.io can sell to nearly any company in healthcare. It's already working with large insurers, clinical trial research providers, pharmaceutical companies, and an academic medical center, highlighting the breadth of potential deep-pocketed clients. The quality of clients they're working with already speaks to the fact that they really do have the best product in the market. Now that it has built the data set and models, Science.io is able to sell high ACV, high-margin contracts, and scale revenue very rapidly. More importantly, better data will mean better health for millions of people. So why hasn't this been done before? All of this is really hard. No one's ever come close to what Science.io has pulled off. The challenge, unstructured zettabytes. Think back to the last time you went to the doctor's office and how to get a prescription. You're a very smart doctor who spent years and years and hundreds of thousands of dollars on medical school and just figured out what ailed you and how to fix it in five minutes, tells you they're going to prescribe you something, whips out a pad of paper, and just scribbles. Healthcare data is a uniquely tricky beast. While not every document looks like a prescription note, more than 80% of healthcare data is unstructured, living in a digital format that requires manual labor to analyze and images or liken that script and handwritten notes. We'll put it simply, Healthcare runs on notes, scans, and PDFs, and there is a ton of it. Each year, the healthcare system creates two zettabytes of data. If you don't know what that means, don't worry, I didn't either. But I looked it up. A zettabyte is a trillion gigabytes. All of humanity only started moving a zettabyte of data across the internet, which with all of the shows, songs, tweets, likes, and more, somewhere between 2012 and 2016, depending on when you believe we entered the zettabyte era. So healthcare today produces twice as much data each year as all of humanity produced in a year, less than a decade ago. That data comes from a ton of different sources, wearables, medical devices, and sensors, EMRs and EHRs, clinical data, insurance providers, medical imaging, clinical trials, genome registries. That's most of it, but there's more. The system is woefully unprepared for all that data. Historically, the healthcare industry has invested in protocols for the structured data it has, digitizing analog data, but leaving it unstructured, and brute forcing the unstructured data problem through manual labor. These solutions have plateaued. This is the challenge that Flatiron faced, and that was just cancer in just the US, with just 280 community cancer centers, seven academic cancer centers, and 20 pharmaceutical companies. Flatiron employs 2,500 people, many of whom manually transcribe and tag data. It's impossible to do that for all the healthcare data in the world, particularly when it's growing exponentially. In order to make progress in healthcare, we need to turn all that messy unstructured data into clean structured data that researchers, pharmaceutical companies, doctors, insurance companies, and other medical professionals can actually use. That's where Will and Gaurav come in. The team. Building on a strong foundation. If anyone was going to build a venture-backed startup that uses NLP to make sense of healthcare data, it was going to be Will Manitas. IO is the marriage of machine learning and healthcare. Will is the marriage of machine learning and healthcare. It was meant to be. When Will was in high school, a time when most of us were just trying to get good grades and get into college, he was using large-scale NLP to study cross-language illusions in early classical texts. I can't even say the sentence. NLP, or natural language processing, sits at the intersection of machine learning and linguistics. Using NLP, computers can understand human language as it's written or spoken. Siri and Alexa, for example, both use a combination of speech recognition and NLP to figure out what you're saying and then make sense of it. Young Will ran early classical texts, like Virgil's Aeneid or Cicero's Carthaginian debates through NLP models to pick up cross-language illusions that humans couldn't. Kid was wicked smart. As wicked smart Wills do, Will studied at a college right outside of Boston. He attended Olin College, an engineering-focused school founded in 1997. While in school, he worked two jobs, one as a partner and then managing partner at student-run venture fund, dorm room fund, and the other at therapeutics company Immuneering. Will told me he jumped into healthcare thanks to his experience spending a lot of his time in his youth sick. At Immuneering, while remember, still in college, he built out systems to accelerate the speed of clinical literature. After a year at Immuneering, he joined Cambridge based Foundation Medicine, a decision insights company that helps doctors connect their patients to the best cancer treatment options, as a visiting researcher. At Foundation, Garev Kaushik was leading the real-world data team, which he started focused on leveraging patient data to create solutions that advance patient care. Garv too has an absurdly strong background that laid the groundwork for what Science.io would become. I'm gonna bullet out his LinkedIn so that when we talk about the crazy shit that Science.io is pulling off, you actually believe it. Started out as a BS in biomedical engineering in Columbia, where he was an undergraduate researcher, Then a PhD in bioengineering and biomedical engineering from UC San Diego, where he was a graduate student researcher at the Stanford Consortium for Regenerative Medicine. And after this post, you should check out his dissertation on cytoskeletal regulation of form and function in aging aging myocardium. Another one I can't even say. Then health data science fellow at Insight Data Science, which is a fellowship for PhDs who want to pursue a data science career. After that, he was a postdoc research fellow at Harvard Medical School, where he was an national institutes of health organ design and engineering fellow working on next generation organ-on-chip solutions, then scientific program manager and director of advanced concepts at Seven Bridges, a startup that creates cloud-based platforms for analyzing petabytes of biomedical data. I feel sufficiently underachieving at this point. Luckily, that takes us back to foundation, where Gorb was running the RWD team. In 2018, Will joined Gaurav's team to help develop AI tools that could identify patients with unmet needs and predict outcomes. That same year, Roche acquired Foundation for $2.4 billion and sensing a theme. To do so, they built comprehensive views of patient health and outcomes and were able to understand what moves the needle for patients like never before. As one example, their team looked at patients with triple negative breast cancer, or TNBC, a very harsh form of breast cancer that particularly affects women of color. They manually aggregated data for those patients and did an analysis that showed that they responded very well to a particular class of cancer therapies, but those therapies were off-label and very expensive. When they presented the data, both internally and at conferences, people were surprised. There were no active clinical trials for the therapies they identified to treat TNBC. Without the team and resources, they had a foundation they never would have known that there was a therapy that could potentially work for these patients that should be accelerated for clinical studies and FDA approval. They were saving lives with data. After that experience, Will and Garv started asking themselves, what else are we missing out there? What stories aren't being told because the data isn't organized? What if we could tell those stories at scale? They decided to find out. In 2019, Will dropped out of Olin to become a deal fellow. Fun fact, since he was already gainfully employed and didn't need the money to survive, he took the 100K and invested 10K in 10 companies, and he's built an incredibly strong portfolio. They both left Foundation and launched Cascade.bio, which they le- later rebranded to Science.io, did a story for another day. The plan: Build the model of everything for healthcare. The product? The model of everything. What does the model of everything look like for healthcare? In science fiction, the model of everything healthcare AI might scan a patient's body, run full diagnostics, sequence their DNA, analyze the latest clinical trials, and deliver a personalized combination of medications and nanobots to cure anything that else her. And maybe science IO will be a step in that direction. But the model of everything we're talking about here is this. A single model that can take any healthcare artifact, a physician's note, diagnostics report, clinical trial protocol, research paper, and deliver structured data in real time. When a typical company runs machine learning models, say... Uber's pricing algorithm, it's pulling from its own database, which is structured the way that the company's data scientists and engineers designed it. Uber takes inputs from its own apps, like the number of people requesting a ride in a certain area and the number of available drivers in that area, throws them in a database and runs a model on top that set the price that optimizes for whatever Uber is optimizing for, i.e. more revenue or lower wait times. The data science is hard, but they're starting from structured data. The healthcare system is a much more complex beast. We covered a lot of that complexity when I wrote about Ontario Health, City Block Health, and Next Health. Simply though, healthcare is focused on making people healthier by delivering the right treatment at the right time in a cost effective way. Leaving aside the complexity in the system itself for a minute red tape, insurance, HIPAA, the actual treatment part is challenging because everyone is unique. One size fits all doesn't work in medicine like it would in, say, ride hailing, where supply is fungible. Just get me a car. To deliver the right treatment at the right time in a cost-effective way requires understanding the entire patient population's medical histories, genetics, social determinants of health, diagnoses, treatment plans, and more. There are 7.9 billion people on Earth and millions of medical conditions, devices, drugs, therapies, biomarkers, and genes. All that data comes from disparate sources and in different formats. 80% of it is unstructured. Plus, healthcare has its own language and syntax. People go to medical school for decades to learn it all. So the job of the model of everything is to be able to take any piece of messy, unstructured healthcare data that people feed into it and turn it into structured data that healthcare professionals can use to deliver the right treatment at the right time in a cost-effective way. Science.io is pulling it off in three steps, data labeling, model, and annotation. It all starts with data labeling. In Scale, Rational, and the Fullness of Time, I explained, ML models take data as an input and let the machine learn its way into figuring out the right code. Without data, there is no ML or AI. And bad or mislabeled data is worse than no data at all. Garbage in, garbage out. To build the model of everything in healthcare, you'd need a massive set of labeled data. But Will told me that when they surveyed datasets for training AI to read healthcare information, most datasets were focused on narrow use cases, e.g. just drugs or generic diseases, and most ranged from 500 to 5,000 labels. The largest had fewer than 100K. That was nowhere near big enough. Plus, all the labels in the datasets they discovered were far too surface-level. They could tell you that a piece of text referred to a chemical, but not which chemical. Practically useless. In order to fully structure healthcare data, they needed to understand patient data with precision, which means connecting the actual drug, dosage, and other context, not just recognizing the topic. After months of searching, Will and Garov realized that there was no reliable data structure for clinical NLP. They decided to build it themselves. Building a dataset as large as they required with human labelers would be incredibly expensive and incredibly slow. In order to capture the millions of variables that inform patient care with enough specificity to be useful, they'd need hundreds of millions of labels to achieve greater than 99% accuracy. For a team of hundred data labelers, it would take several years and up to a billion dollars to generate enough data to scratch the surface of healthcare information. That solution wouldn't work. They needed more than training data. They needed a system that would take any healthcare data from customers, new research, existing datasets, and make it learnable. So they built Tyco. It worked. Tyco is the world's only platform that can automatically turn unstructured healthcare data into richly labeled data at greater than human ac- accuracy. Tyco is capable of labeling specific medical conditions, devices, drugs, surgeries, treatments, biomarkers, genes, and more. With Tyco. Science.io built the world's largest and highest quality dataset for training healthcare AI. Today, the dataset has over 2.2 billion labels and over 20 million documents, spanning clinical trial records, physician notes, and clinical research papers. That's 22,000 times larger than the previous largest healthcare dataset. It scales rapidly and it's still growing. Tyco grew from 40 million labels in early 2020 to 2.2 billion labels and over 20-plus clinical ontologies integrated in 2021. And ontology is just a fancy word for a set of medical terminologies and the relationships between them. Drop it casually in conversation today. In the past 12 months, its data has grown 50x. Plus, Tycho maps out advanced logic in the text. Remember, healthcare has its own language and syntax. So Tycho needs to understand that logic and adjust labels accordingly. Advanced Logic lets Science IOS customers identify specific lines of therapy, dosages, biomarker levels, performance metrics, and more, the information they need for actionable analysis. Kepler. In the 16th century, a wealthy Danish astronomer named Tycho Brahe hired a 27-year-old German astronomer named Johannes Kepler as his assistant and asked him to define the orbit of Mars. While Tycho was alive, Kepler was unsuccessful. Tycho withheld the lifetime of astronomical observations he'd made from his assistant because they went against his Earth-centric views of the universe. But upon the elder astronomer's death, his papers were passed down to Kepler. Kepler used the data that Tycho had collected to correctly define the orbits of the planets around the Sun and discover the three laws of planetary motion. Fast forward 500-plus years, and Tycho and Kepler are at it again. Tycho collects the data, and Kepler learns from it. In this case, Kepler is Science.io's platform for parallelized multi-GPU training of massive language models. Together, Tycho and Kepler take tons of unusable data and turn it into models that perform clinical-grade information extraction in real-time. They believe that large language models, like Kepler, are the best way to transform healthcare data at scale, for a few reasons. 1. Language models turn text into code. 2. NLP is developing rapidly, growing the number of tools and techniques available. 3. Language models get better with more data. As they go from 2.2 billion labels to 100 billion labels, the algorithm keeps getting better. And four, language models transfer between datasets, meaning they can learn from big public datasets and fine-tune down for specific use cases where less data is available. The end result is that with Tycho and Kepler, Science.io build a single model that can adjust any healthcare artifact, physician notes to research papers to diagnostic reports, and spit out clean, structured data in real time. Science.io's customers can access all of this magic via an API so they can build the model of everything right into their workflows or through custom solutions. For the third and final step, Science.io brings humans back into the loop. Annotate, its AI-assisted data labeling and training platform, lets users upload their own notes, PDFs, and office docs, which Science.io's model pre-labels. Users can validate, change, add, or remove labels, which captures each user's intuition over time. For example, a doctor might bring up her notes, label patient data with AI assistance, and automatically train algorithms that help predict which treatments will work based on both the data and her own experience. Her expertise wouldn't only help her patients, but would feed back into the model to help all similar patients, and maybe one day we even get a doc data coin that rewards the doctor every time her input is used elsewhere. Science.io is building towards a world in which human AI teams turn medical expertise into code that can be systematized across the industry. It's still early. For now, Science.io is making its customers faster, smarter, and more efficient. Annotate has an intervention rate of less than 2%, meaning that most of the AI-generated labels are approved with fewer than 2% needing to be adjusted. Plus, they've observed a 20x speed-up with AI-assisted labeling versus manual labeling. This is a similar idea to the efficiencies that scale gets by using AI to pre-label and humans to confirm and adjust. Taken together... Tycho, Kepler, and Annotate form the model of everything in healthcare with room for human expertise. The good thing about models of everything is that they have a lot of potential customers. The business. Phew! So I survived the science and AI. Still with me? Now we're back on familiar footing. Business model. Science.io is a venture business's venture business. High upfront costs, improbable to pull off, but if you do, low marginal costs and high margins. Over the past two years, Science.io pulled off the improbable and de-risked the technical side of the business, building a model of everything for healthcare that no one has ever been able to build. Now, it's time to sell. For such a technically sophisticated product, Science.io's business model is relatively simple. Science.io invested two years and millions of dollars into building the model of everything. It sells its model to clients via enterprise deals and is about to launch a self-serve API for developers. Enterprise deals are longer sales cycle and require some integration work, so they begin with a three-month pilot in the six figures of revenue and scale to multi-million dollar contracts. Margins on these deals are very high. Self-serve API deals will be nearly pure margin. Science.io charges for API deals on a pay-per-usage model. I.e., every page that a user runs through the model, they pay a small amount of money. And lastly, through Annotate, users will improve Science.io's algorithms as they pay to use the product, giving it increasing returns to scale. Because of the breadth of Science.io's model, it's able to serve a wide swath of customers. Its pilot customers include a top insurance company, the largest clinical trial infrastructure provider, a discovery-stage pharmaceutical company that's repurposing cancer therapies in an emerging therapeutic domain, and an academic medical center seeking to identify and understand rare cancer patient populations from EHR and genomic data. It's telling that Science.io is signing cancer-focused customers despite the fact that they're not specifically focused on cancer while others are. The non-medical, non-data scientist leak my brain is making is that given how interconnected everything that impacts our health is, a more general model will actually outperform more specific models, even in those specific models' focus area. If that's the case, Science.io's total addressable market is unimaginably large. Selling the model that best helps make sense of huge amounts of data for all verticals within a $4 trillion industry in which data creation is doubling every year is a great place to be. And what some customer starts using and seeing results from Science.io, others will have no choice. Take that top insurance company, for example. They're using Science.io to digitally transform their manual claims adjustment workflow. Instead of adjusters reading a 100-plus page PDFs, Science.io is able to digitize, analyze, and summarize each claim and layer on intelligence that flags severe cases and potential fraud. When that company grows profits by decreasing labor costs and slashing fraudulent claims, its competitors will have to follow suit they won't be able to build this themselves. They'll have to work with Science.io. Whether Science.io is selling enterprise deals with integrations or self-serve API deals, its product sits in the API for a sweet spot, which is on one side, mission critical. It's this Venn diagram with mission critical circle. Something needs to get done, but non-core. We don't want to waste our own time doing it. The overlap of those two is the API for a sweet spot. If anything is more in the needs to get done, but we don't want to waste our time doing it bucket, it's reading insurance claims or using highly-skilled, highly-priced oncologists to label data. Those are things that you want to pay someone else to do faster, cheaper, and more effectively. With strong early traction, Science.io is pouring on the gas. Each one of its investor updates is better than the last, with product and sales updates pacing ahead of schedule. Its enterprise pipeline is growing 75% month over month. Again, each of these deals represent hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars in high-margin revenue. And its self-serve API list is growing fast into launch. And they're really just starting to build out the sales motion. Yesterday, the company announced that it brought on Chuck Smolke as its first chief commercial officer. Smolke was previously a vice president at Optum and Aetna and an SVP at Health Fidelity. That kind of hire this early shows the maturity of the team and Will's ability to see around corners. The last time we spoke, he called me that he was happy with the company's growth, but already preparing for the point at which high growth companies level off a couple years from now. Building a top-notch commercial team is one way to stave it off. Another is to keep building more irreplaceable products. The future, patient 360 and healthcare infrastructure. So let's recap. In two years, Science.io went from an idea to the world's largest healthcare data set by far, a platform for automated labeling of healthcare data at scale with expert intervention, AI that can take any sort of healthcare artifact and spit out structured data using 9 million healthcare concepts, a soon-to-launch API with which developers can access all the above in a few lines of code, an impressively mature and fast-growing list of customers across healthcare verticals, and a product that improves with usage and widens Science IO's lead. Obviously, Will and Garv had a head start. Garv's academic and professional history seems to have been designed for just this purpose. Will was running NLP on healthcare data in the womb. But still, it's really fucking impressive. So what's next? Beyond giving customers tools to clean and use their data, Science.io wants to build rich patient profiles from all the disparate data sources it uses. They call it Patient360, a single source of truth for a patient's health. Imagine if every time you went to the doctor's office, got your blood taken, went to the ER, participated in a study, got your DNA sequenced, wore a fitness tracker, whatever, it all showed up in one place and kept updating every time something changed. People could keep their own records, like a personal healthcare passport, and developers would be able to build on top of Patient360 to build applications that improve patient outcomes. That would be a huge leap. I have no doubt that Science.io is going to be a massive business. If this isn't a unicorn in the next couple of years, I will manually label insurance claim data for a week. But the more exciting piece of all this is that they're creating tools that businesses and entrepreneurs can use to actually make people healthier, clean up the healthcare system, and save lives. After writing about NextHealth and now Science.io, I'm convinced that healthcare will see the kind of change in the next decade that fintech has in the last one will get dramatically improved patient experiences, more personalized treatment, and increased health spans. Science.io will be a crucial piece of the infrastructure on top of which that happens. It will let the next 100 flat iron Healths bloom and reshape the way that humans understand and treat devastating and debilitating diseases. Here's the science. That's all for this week. Thanks so much for listening, and I will see you on Monday. Have a great weekend, everybody.